Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined as I am most Tuesdays. <laughs> my, my schedule is kind of crazy, but most Tuesdays I'm joined here uh, by my friend here, Kenny Taylor, to break down this Wednesday slate for you guys. Uh, Kenny, we were talking a little bit before we came on, man, a little nine-game slate here, but uh, we both feel like there's some pretty good value here, some pretty good plays so far. So how are you feeling all, uh, gen- in general about the slate, man? You know, outside of the injury news, I feel like yeah. there's a couple nice little matchups I want to see, a couple back-to-backs that we have going on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. <laughs> well, speaking of the injury news, let's go ahead and break that down. We got LeBron James questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, I have to imagine he plays, Kenny, because, I mean, he just he, the Lakers absolutely need him. Uh, Laurie Markkinen, questionable with a hip injury here. Uh, been out for a few games now, so we'll see how that goes. Donovan Mitchell is doubtful, so that's a big one here with a groin injury. Uh, Anthony Edwards is questionable with a hip injury, uh, but he's been playing through that, so I would assume he plays again. Kevin Porter Jr., questionable with a foot injury. He has been out for a while, so we'll have to see on that one. Uh, Bradley Beal, questionable with a hamstring injury still. Uh, it's been coming and going with, with him there. Uh, probably going to be out, I would guess, but always keep your eyes on it. Uh, Rudy Gobert, questionable uh, also with a groin injury. Uh, missed that one on the T-Wolves, so they've got Anthony Edwards and Gobert, both questionable. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. on the Mavericks is out, already ruled out with an ankle injury. Uh, but we do have maybe the return of Dorian Finney-Smith here, uh, who is questionable for this one. Uh, might be able to play here. He's targeting this game to return. Kyle Lowry is also questionable uh, of the Heat with a knee injury. And Herb Jones is doubtful with a back injury. And um, any insights about those back-to-backs and people sitting that, uh, you know, I may have overlooked here? Um, let's see. Since Denver's on the back-to-back, I do think we might actually see uh, Michael Porter sit. Mm. Um, and since my Clippers are on the back-to-back, I do think we're going to see Paul George and possibly Kawhi sit as well. Mm, that would be interesting. That would open up a whole lot of value for us. So, well, let's get right down to it, man. Uh, we do already know that, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell is questionable here for Cleveland. So let me suppose, let me suppose this question to you. Are you playing Darius Garland 8,100 against these Memphis Grizzlies? Um, typically if I'm playing cash, that would be something I would look at, but mm. you got to think if Mitchell's out, that ownership for Garland mm. will be, oof, gotta be mm. at least 25%. On right. a, a game slate. So that's something I'm going to be fading in GPPs. But in cash, that's going to be one of my um, first plays I'm looking at. Yeah, I think, you know, everyone's going to own them. So, yeah, I think I agree with you totally. You know, if you're playing cash games, it makes sense. GPPs, I just don't think there's a whole lot of value there for you. If he smashes, he smashes. Uh, and if you don't have him on your roster, then it is what it is. But so many people are going to own him. You know, he's probably going to end up about 50 DK points, which is pretty nice for an 8,100 price tag. But uh we'll see you know uh, hopefully he throws up a dud and you beat all those people that have that garland in, the, in their lineups but i'm actually looking at karis levert in these gpps as a nice little pivot off of him at 5100 uh been pretty trash <laughs> to say for a better term for the last uh two or three games but he should get minutes here and the minutes are really what i'm looking for and uh you know hopefully uh against this memphis grizzlies team he'll be able to put up you know uh 20 real life points or something like that and be able to you know get me 30-35 DK points here at that 5100 price tag. So, uh, you know, looking about 6x value for him, I hope. Uh, nothing's guaranteed there, obviously. Could fall off a cliff. But I do like him as a GPP uh, play. But anyone else in this Cleveland and Memphis game you're eyeing, man? Um, when it comes to this game, I might have a little bit of interest in um, Kevin Love for 4-1. 
they will need some bigger bodies out there. And I really do think with John Morant playing and the way Desmond Bay was drawing fouls lately, I could see some of these bigs in a little bit of foul trouble. Um, outside of that, if I really want to throw a dart, um, Ricky Rubio getting to 20 minutes. You never know. Last few games back wasn't too great, but they get him a little bit more in the offensive flow. Give him about 24 minutes. You could get yourself 30 DK points for 3,700. I know I saw in the last one they upped his uh, men's restriction to like 15, so I'm not sure where he's at now. But if they do lift that men's restriction, yeah, I think he is a nice uh, nice play there for GPPs at a very, very low price tag, obviously. So uh, but let's move on, man. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Charlotte Hornets and Houston Rockets. I do have a lot of interest in this game, obviously. This is going to be a no-defense type of matchup here. Love it for DFS, obviously. I think a lot of people are going to be on this game, but – Let's talk Melo, man. I like Melo. I like Lamelo in this lineup, in this uh, matchup here. Kevin Porter Jr. is questionable, so you might get some Dacia Knicks. You might get some uh, – I don't even know who else plays point guard for, them, for the Hot Rockets. Somebody that's not very good, I'm sure. Oh, Ty Ty Washington. Uh, so you might get some of those guys in there. Uh, I think Lamelo's is going to smash here. I think he's a, a, just a, a good play. I, I don't think there's really any chance he has a dud here. Uh, very low chance, I should say. It's not that there's no chance. But uh, talk to me about Lamelo, man. You like Lamelo? You like anyone else on the Hornets here? Yeah, for nice hits, uh, that's another player I don't really mind playing in cash. But my favorite GPP play is actually uh, Rozier for mm-hmm. 74 on this slate. Um, again, this defensive atmosphere is not really going to be there. And what, a couple games ago, we saw Rozier drop how many points was it? 30 points in a quarter? <laughs> yeah, he went crazy. Um, so if he's able to get his shot going, I could really see, um, you know, a nice little 40 real life point night. <laughs> From him yeah. against the Rockets. And uh, one more player I might have some interest in, just depending on um, who's out for Houston, is um, man, what's the name of the rookie? I cannot think of his name right now. Um, Mark Williams. Tata. Oh, Mark Williams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For Charlotte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, again, minutes are kind of hit or miss when it comes to him, but. Mm-hmm. Really do think if he's able to get 15, 20 minutes in like a college pace matched up, you can probably look at yourself at around 15 to 25 DK points from him. I'm going to throw out another Hornet here just because I love this game atmosphere. I don't think we don't have a total yet, at least not on DraftKings for this game. Uh, I've already seen a 241 game here in that Pacers and, and uh, Thunder matchup. And I know this Kings Lakers matchup is going to be like 240. So, like, this, there's going to be no defense there either. So, uh, I feel like there's a, it's going to be high high scores here, so I think you got to aim high on those GPPs. But uh, but yeah, I, I actually have PG Washington here at 5500. Uh, been having a nice a nice you know, few last couple games. Not that I'm always looking at that. Not that I take a whole lot of stock in that. You just because you had a good game in the last one does not guarantee you're going to have a good game in this one. But that being said, I do like his uh, you know size for this Hornets team. It's something they lack, so they do play him quite a lot of minutes. Uh, these days and I do like just again this is a game environment where it's going to be a lot of shooting a lot of threes a lot of transition threes uh, I do think that fits him well so I do like some PJ Washington 5500 hopefully he can put up you know 35 DK points for me there and that would be gold for me but uh, you know there's no guarantees there as well so kind of a, a hit or miss play as well uh, on the other side of the ball though let's talk a little bit about Mr. Alperin Shingun uh, which I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are going to have him on their rosters just because of what he did in the last game against the Lakers. But as I just said, what you did in the last game, it doesn't matter, man. Wipe it away. Just wipe it away. Don't necessarily look at those game logs like they are 
the Bible, man. It's 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 a new game. It's a new situation. You never know. That being said, though, we do we do like to target these Hornets down low in that, at that center position. So uh, let me let me have you answer first, Kenny. How are you feeling about Shingun here? Um, you know, typically I'm all over this, you know, attack um, any big playing against Charlotte, but I really do think this is going to be a matchup Shingu might actually get in some foul trouble in. So mm-hmm. he's somebody I actually not going to have on my GTP radar, and I think a nice little pivot would probably be um, easing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do think in this matchup, um, I want to say playing the Lakers, he almost got a double-double the other night. If you give him 20 minutes since he's been getting it lately, um, his style could really get him about 10 <laughs> rebounds in this matchup. And if you get three, four offensive rebounds, that's double-double right there. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned him. I was looking, uh, you know, this guy's a permanent monster as far as you know, fantasy goes, any kind of fantasy that you play. And we're all just waiting for the floodgates to open and this guy to get more minutes. I mean, the Rockets aren't winning, so it's going to happen at some point. But uh, he's got 20, I believe, in the last two, 20 minutes. So, uh, you know, if we can guarantee get like 25 minutes out of him, that's an absolute smash play. Uh, there's no guarantees there, obviously. If, even if you get just 20 out of him, he's still a fine play, I think. Uh, not necessarily a guy I'm looking at. I do have Shingun here in my in my player pool. At 7,700, I do feel like, though, I, I agree with you, Kenny, I'm probably going to be fading him because, and especially even if you're in cash games, I think it's it's easy to fade him here because of that price tag. 7,700, you're bordering on almost 8,000. I mean, you're looking at guys that have established value uh, pretty much at that price tag. So I would rather go with one of those guys in a cash game over a Shangoon. And, and like you said, GPP, that ownership's just going to be too high. Um, maybe he has a really, really good game. Again, I think the Rockets are leaning into making him kind of the guy of the future. Uh, I think that's a, a storyline that, you know, we're all following. But I love Mason Plumley, man. Mason Plumley is a very solid NBA player. Uh, I think he's going to give Shingun enough more problems than the Lakers did. That, that's why I say you got to look at the situation here. And uh, even though the Hornets are not good against the center position, I do think that Mason Plumley gets a little slept on here. So, so I'm probably going to fade him as well. Uh, let's talk, though, about the – let's talk about your Clippers, man. Let's talk about the Clippers and the Utah Jazz. Let's move on to that game. So you're talking me – you're telling me about, you know, these Clippers sitting here. So I didn't have that on my radar yet. I've got one Clipper on my on my list right now. But talk to me about, you know, if Paul George and Kawhi do sit, you know, who, who you like here in this matchup. Um, if both of them sit, I am actually will have a little bit in, interest in the chalky player, which will be Terrence Mann for mm-hmm. 5-7. But a play that actually might be a sneaky pick would actually be um, Marcus Morris. Um, Typically against a team like the Jazz, he he will have higher usage than usual since um, with Paul George and um, Kwai's are both out. He will be taking the most three-pointer attempts on the team since Reggie Jackson is now kind of in like this weird rotational period. I want to say in the past five games, there was one game he got DMP two games. He only got 10, 15 minutes. Right. So we have no Luke Nard. I I really don't know who's going to be shooting three unless, you know, Robert Coverton just, you know, want to go sit for sits. Um, (laughs) Outside of that, the third player that I will actually have some interest in, would be um, Nicholas Batum. Um, I really don't think he's going to be giving you more than 10 points in this game, but if he gets you about 30, 34 minutes, he could, you know, get you a couple blocks, a couple steals, a couple rebounds, assists, get you about 25 DraftKings points for 4,000, which yeah. is always a nice little play. 
Yeah, he's actually got a lot of upside with uh, with Batum. He's I mean, he's a very solid player. We all knew that from the Portland days as well. And then he kind of disappeared for a while due to injuries, and now he's back and um, you know older now, but still a very very solid player. So I do like that call for sure. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've actually got a Vika Zubac here on my list here at fifty three hundred. I think you know. Even though we, we saw Walker Kessler, and we'll, we'll hit on the Utah Jazz here in a minute, but we saw Walker Kessler just have a monster game 20 and 20. Uh, you know, I, I do think that, you know, Zubach is going to get slept on here again. Uh, he's a guy that I do like to target GPPs because people just don't roster him. He still gets the minutes. Now, does he put up stats in those minutes all the time? No, his minutes are up and down. But here where they're going to play uh, Walker Kessler and they don't have Kelly Olenek, I, I would assume he's not going to play in this one. Uh, you know, they're going to play Walker Kessler, they're going to play some, uh, maybe some Oz Mookie, like just, just big guys. That I think Zubac will have to be in there uh, to help with. So I think he will get at least 25, you know, hopefully closer to 30 minutes here. It's a uh, 5,300. I think he's an okay play. Uh, is he going to smash and, and have an, a monster game against these Utah Jazz? Probably not. But I'm hoping for, you know, maybe 25, 30, 35, somewhere in that range. Uh, hopefully he'll, he'll end up around there. Maybe give me a double double. That'd be really nice. So uh, he's a guy I do have my I do have in my player pool here. Let's talk about these Jazz though. Uh, just talked about Walker Kessler. I don't have him in my player pool. Um, man, I, I missed the boat because I was playing him so much early in the year, <laughs> Kenny. And then of course, as soon as he blows up, is the the last two like two games where I did not play him. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna blow up here again. How are you feeling about Walker Kessler, man? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, I was playing him early on and, um, actually was fading him against, um, Philly the other day. Mm-hmm. Killed me in props. Um, yeah. had like a little six leg parlay that would have hit if I didn't play his, um, PRA under. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this matchup against my Clippers, um, he, he's worth a look. But I'm actually targeting a different jazz player, man. I'm looking at possibly the Clippers' future point guard in uh, Mike Conley. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> Tell me about Mike Conley. <laughs> nah, seriously. Um, I don't know if it was just with marketing being out, but he's really looking like he's back in Memphis. I mean, uh, what was it? 30 DraftKings points in the past two or three games, giving you about 30 minutes actually deciding to take three pointers and hitting them again i really do like what i'm seeing from conley and possibly my you know clippers playoff starting point guard <laughs> <laughs> i like it man that'd be a nice gift for him for sure uh yeah it's a, it's an area of need for them so uh, i do like that uh that idea there in real life but uh yeah actually i mean i went with clarkson at 7200 he's just been my guy all season and uh, this is assuming that Laurie Marketing can't go. If Laurie's in, I'm not going to play him at that at huge price tag there. But I just feel like so much offense is going to fall on Jordan Clarkson here. And while the Clippers, you know, in the past have been a really good defensive team, this season they have not been. But I think that's a large part uh, in, in due to, due to in fact, you know, the fact that they haven't had a full roster. People have been in and out. Uh, it's been, you know, injuries left and right. So it's been tough for the Clippers to really get any kind of cohesion there on the defensive side with their team defense. So. Uh, I get the struggle, but I'm going to try to take advantage of it. So I do like some Clarkson at 7,200. And I got Colin Sexton also at 4,600 here. Um, had some a couple of really, really nice games, uh, you know, in the last ones in about 25 to 28 minutes. And I'm hoping he gets that amount of workload here again. So if he's getting those minutes, 4,600, you know, if he hits 20 DK points, he doesn't sink me. If he gets 25 to 30, then, you know, we're cooking there. So I do like that price point there for Colin Sexton uh, for sure. So. That's all I got in that game. Oh, I got one more game here, uh, Kenny, that I've got a whole lot of interest in. I mentioned it kind of a little earlier, but 
Sacramento and the late Los Angeles Lakers. Let's go over to the other Lake uh, LA team and talk about them because I do think that this is going to be just a, it's going to be a shootout. I mean, we saw the last time these, these teams played uh high scoring affair, just, just, just no one stopping anybody. Uh, easy buckets, easy, easy uh, lanes to the basket. Uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, DFS. I think it's gold. Now I think you can play the, the top guys. And I think, I think LeBron's going to be a popular play, but He's over 11K. I, I'm not personally going to go there on a nine-game slate there. Uh, Kenny, how are you feeling about that, man? Honestly, I really think he might sit out this game. So mm, I, I would have gone there if he plays regardless. Um, but the other side of the ball, the Sacramento Kings, um, there's three players I really like on that side, and that's probably going to be um, what I'm going to be deciding of how I'm going to be building uh, most of my cash game lineups since Sabonis. Yeah. He's a smash. Yeah. <laughs> Ownership will be crazy high. Yeah. Um, but wow. You could not really ask for a better matchup for him. Um, I mean, LeBron being in or out really don't make a difference, but mm-hmm. if this game don't blow out, do you think that he could be the highest scoring player on the slate? I think it's a very, very distinct possibility for sure. I think he's, he's got that triple double, you know, ability in him. So if he hits that, yeah, it's game over for everyone else, I think. But, uh, but yeah, I can I can definitely see it, man. It's uh, he's a very skilled player. Those Kings are really rolling, man. They're five games above 500 now, so uh, all my futures on them are, are looking good so far. But, but no, I can definitely see that happening for sure. I don't have him, but yeah, you know, as I always say, I play GPPs only, so I don't have my my player pool. But I do think in cash. He makes a whole lot of sense. You guys should, if you can, fit him in there, lock him in for sure. I don't think there's any way he has a, a bad game. I think he could have a little bit of an off game. But like you said, I think his ownership is going to be so high, it won't even matter. So, um, But on the Kings side, you know, since I am playing GPPs and, and I do like this game still, I do still want to get a little piece of it. So I do have some Harrison Barnes at 5,900. Uh, he's been crushing it the last two games. You know, again, there's no guarantee he does that, he does that continually. But, you know, the Lakers just – they have no defense. <laughs> they have no defense. So I like him here uh, to be able to give me a good 35 DK points or so at that 5,900 price tag. So um, I, I like it a lot. Uh, on the Lakers, though, I do have some interest also, Kenny. I got uh, – and this is my guy from uh, – I played him in the last one as well. Wayne Gabriel, 4,600. He's been stealing Thomas Bryant's minutes, and for good reason. I mean, he's been – he put up 14 points, I believe, in three straight games. He had one kind of dud two games ago, but that was because he didn't grab boards. And with boards, there's always a little bit of variance. I mean, it depends on where the ball bounces, depends on a whole lot of things, right? And so you can never really count on boards to be there continually. But I'm thinking this is a a game where there's enough added stats around that he should get to that, you know, what we're looking for there, which is like 5 to 6x, right? So I think that – I think winning Gabriel makes sense here at 4,600. I also like Neeson Troy Brown Jr. for GPPs at 3,900. He's been getting the minutes – Hasn't quite produced yet in those minutes, and that has been kind of the story of his career <laughs> outside of that one year in Washington. But uh, those minutes are there. To, hey, if LeBron's out, man, then, yeah, I think I will smash that for sure because uh, he should get some more shots going up at least. So, uh, But anyone else you got in this game, man, or should we move on? Yeah, the other two players I had interest on the King side, mm-hmm. I'm going to be running one of those back with Sabonis. If I play Sabonis in the line, it, it's um, King and Murray. And okay. I hate saying the name, but. Trey Lyles. Man, that feels horrible saying. Trey Lyles. Oh, man. Look, 
I know it sounds crazy just hearing the name, but if you actually been looking at his recent production on the Kings, mm-hmm. he's been a solid rotation player. I mean, his minutes been a little bit shaking, go anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but he's finding his shot, shooting, I want to say, 60% for three in the last seven games. And there's been multiple times this year he gave you 30 DraftKing points. Mm-hmm. So... For 3-7, that's going to be one of my more um, higher usage um, GPP darts. Mm-hmm. And with Keegan Murray, no defense. They allowing him to shoot the ball kind of at will. Um want to say he had 11 three-pointers in the game against Houston the other night. Yeah. And if this game is a blowout, I really don't see him that getting 30 minutes this game and about 10 to 15 field goal attempts. <laughs> that's awesome man i like it i like it a whole lot I just, <laughs> man i shouldn't say anything i'm gonna let my guy Stephen bagel talk about this i'm part of a uh a mock trade deadline uh group you guys might see me here on twitter pretty soon you're gonna hate me especially if you're in sacramento uh, but uh yeah keep your eye out for that one do want to promote that one a little bit you should go follow uh bird rights pod at bird rights pod on twitter and check it out and while i'm talking about uh things you should go do you should go get the dfs pass also it's 49 in a month so you really can't beat it it is solid gold. You're going to win some money. We're going to help you. So go get that at sportsethos.com and uh, tell them Keith sent you, man. Just go do it, man. Um, all right, Kenny, I'm going to throw it to you, man. I got a few other guys on my list here I do want to mention. But before I do that, are there any other guys that you're, like, super high on or games you're super high on that you want to hit? Yeah, there's um, two players, two different games. The first one is um, Minnesota going on that getting Denver at home on a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do think Naz Reed will be a nice little play. Might be a little bit chalky, especially if Rudy Gobert is out. But that's somebody I would have interest in, even though his price tag is a little bit higher than I would like at four eight. If Gobert is in, I really do think if they do decide to sit, you know, their MVP, I really don't see that happening. But if we get lucky, um, he's going to be in a nice little spot in order to definitely smash that value. And, ah, man, another player that I really hate saying, but it's going to be in the first game of the night. Chris Stepp is going back to New York. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been acting like New York for Zingas. <laughs> and I really do think if I'm like able to. Ooh, I, I didn't see any props on him yet, but I really would love his. um points or fantasy point prop if i could get the points at i'll take against 28 maybe even up to 30 points against this new york team if it's competitive i I don't know i really don't see anybody else scoring on this team and i really do think this could be a somewhat competitive game but maybe i'm just trying to think too much of game script and just recent performance and this whole you know revenge narrative but yeah Sometimes, sometimes you do get caught up in that, but no, I like that, man. I, I think it's a, a solid call. I think it's something that's going to, you know, could win you some money. So for sure, I like, I'm like. i into that, man. Uh, I do have three other guys here I want to mention before we do go move on to our Thrive plays. I got two guys actually in this Indiana and OKC game, and uh, first is Miles Turner at 7,100. Uh, just a beast this season uh, in, in my season-long fantasy teams. He's been beasting for sure. Uh, OKC Thunder, another team. Again, I like to attack them down low. I think everyone and their mother is going to have – Someone like Alperin Shangoon at 7,700. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and pivot. I'm going to go to Miles Turner at 7,100 and try to beat the field here. 
Uh, I think this is a really, really good matchup here for him, where the Okies Thunder don't really have a center. They have no Pukashevsky, still don't have Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Uh, they're playing, you know, Darius Basley and stuff like that as center. It's just not not good for them. And uh, I think he's going to grab a lot of boards, hoping he's going to score a lot of points. And I'm for sure think he's going to get a lot of blocks here. So I think that's a, a pretty decent play there at 7,100 for your mid-tier type guys. Uh, and I got to mention him, man, TJ McConnell, 5,500. I've been fading him here. <laughs> For, what, three games now? And, of course, he's had three just absolutely stellar and incredible games. So now here's your cue, guys. Here's your cue to go and fade him and play Andrew Nembhard, which is what I've been trying to do. And it's been failing me miserably. But now it's going to happen because now I want to play TJ McConnell at 5,500. I think it's still a little too cheap just based on what he's been doing uh, without Tyrese Halliburton in the lineup here. So I do got to mention him. Mention him. I'm going to have him in my lineup, which means he's probably going to just crap the bed. Uh, but hopefully he's going to have high ownership, so that won't sink me. So, yeah, go go fade him and, and play Nembhard now. Uh, the last guy I want to mention, though, is in the Minnesota and Denver game, which you mentioned, uh, Kenny. But it's on the Denver side of the ball. Uh, Jamal Murray, uh, 6500 That price point in this matchup just does not make sense to me. He's been in the 7,000s uh, the last, uh, I want to say, three or four you know games. And he just dropped here. And uh, so I, I want to play some Jamal Murray here at 6500 uh, against this Minnesota Timberwolves defense that isn't very good. So those are the last guys I'm going to mention there. Anyone else you have on your list there before we move on, Kenny? Um, You know, a player that I might um, take a shot on, he's been pretty hot lately, is actually Desmond Bain. Uh, for mm-hmm. 7-4, he's actually been giving you pretty good production. Um, I'm going to say 40 drafting points in three of the last four. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Outside of that, not not too much. You just need to wait till you know this injury news come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. It's always a struggle, man. It's like uh, I had some really good plays. Like it was like maybe three or four uh, slates to go, and uh, I ended up swapping off all of them because I was like, oh man, injury news. I got to get this uh, this add value in. And I end up shooting myself in the foot. But then sometimes it works out for you. So always a little bit of a juggle there. But you guys need to get that DFS pass. So you can get in that uh, in the Discord and speak with us about that. So we can help you uh, make the right plays there. But let's move on to Thrive. Thrivefancy.com is where you go. Enter that promo code ETHOS to get the, your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. And, uh, you yeah, we're going to win you some money, man. I've been a little dry on Thrive lately, so I'm hoping this is the slate that turns me around. I've got four plays here for you. I know Kenny said he has a couple, so I'm just going to start it off here for us. I've got LaMelo over 30.5 points and assists against Houston. And uh, you all know I'm, I'm targeting LaMelo in my DFS lineups here. I think he is going to be uh, a smash play here. I think he's going to score, I don't know, hopefully 25 to 30 points. So he only needs to get you know, five to six to seven assists, which is just cake for him. So as long as that shot's falling for him here, I think there's absolutely a great chance he hits that uh, against Houston. What do you got for us, Kenny? Um, I mentioned him earlier, said he actually might be the highest <laughs> fantasy point produced player on this slate and Sabonis over mm-hmm. 43.5 points yep. rebounds assists against the Lakers I, I really don't see any player on paper just in a better spot than him on this slate mm-hmm. so as long as this game stay competitive he should go way past yeah that. I think that is the key I think oh man it's gonna be rough if, if LeBron's ruled out do we think the Lakers are going to keep him competitive? That is rough because if they don't, he might only get three quarters. And he could still hit it, man. He could. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, no, I, I, that was my my last play. So I've only, only got two more for you guys. I've got Miles Turner over two and a half blocks and steals. And that's 95 points. And that's against OKC. Again, 
I just think it's going to be a block fest. It's going to be a block party for Miles Turner. He could get five, six, seven of blocks. And you're getting blocks and steals in the line here. This is actually my favorite play on the whole Thrive slate. So uh, this is a smash for me. It's almost 100 points for you. So, uh, yeah, just take it and run, man. But uh, what's your last one there, Kenny? Uh, Second play is actually another player that I mentioned earlier. And that's, uh, you know, my future point guard, Mike Conley, Mm -hmm. over (laughs) 9.5 rebounds and assists. Now, Tomorrow, when it comes to actual props, I'm going to be looking for points in assist form. Mm-hmm. But I really do think he can actually get you nine to ten assists this game if it's, say, competitive. Um, like, like, I, like I said earlier, love the spot for him, especially with Paul George and Kwai possibly being out. And the Jazz been running a little bit better lately. It's nice, man. I, I like it a lot. I've always been a Conley fan, so it's, I'm good, glad to see him doing well again. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is the last one I got. Over 23.5 points and assists, and this is against Denver. Um, just D'Lo's, you know, he's up and down, up and down, up and down, but I do feel like this is a good spot for him here. Uh, you know, Anthony Edwards is a little bit banged up. He's questionable for this one with that hip injury. He's probably going to play through it, but uh, if he doesn't play, this is a smash play, but I, I think he will play. But with with Anthony Edwards being a little bit you know banged up, I think you know, D'Lo's been shouldering a little bit more of the offensive load here. Uh, we got Gobert questionable, too. That really doesn't matter too much on the offensive side of the ball, honestly. But uh, if he's out, obviously, uh, you know, maybe a, maybe a touch or two more for D'Lo. So I do like that 23.5 points and assists over against Denver for D'Angelo Russell. But that's going to do it for us, guys. That is our show. We've given you the DFS plays for DraftKings and Thrive plays. So until next time, you can follow me on Twitter at BSBPKeith, and that's at BSBPKeith. And, uh, Kenny, where can people find you, man? Yeah, and people can follow me at Orange DFS on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. And I'm always talking about basketball, um, women's college basketball, men's college basketball, NBA, EuroLeague, NBA, and even CBL. Yeah, man. He's all over the, all over the hoops kingdom, man. So uh, go follow my guy, Kenny. And until next time, guys, go get that money, man. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.